0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com.
1: Well, Welcome to Ignite My Faith This is Pastor Mark C. Holloway Coming to you with episode number two And I am super duper excited Because the first episode was just me by myself But I've got some folk with me today And I'm excited about what God is going to do. Big ups to our producer, one of my best friends, Damon Bradley, who is taking care of us and making sure we do this thing right. And I was uh, plotting out the plan for this podcast, and he was like, what about the faith talk people from Facebook Live? So that's who I have with me today today. Is the Faith Talk crew Well a portion of the Faith Talk crew And I have Peace and Goodwill Baptist Church's own Media extraordinaire with me Tynesha. Say something to the people, Tynesha. Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready for tonight? I am. Something amazing always comes out of our faith talk, and, you know, it's unscripted. We just, we just flowing with it tonight, today, and we're just going to see what's going to come out of this. I believe somebody's going to be blessed today. We also have our own Christian Ed teaching, preaching extraordinaire, Felicia. Felicia, say hi to the people hey y'all hey uh, what you thinking about tonight what you feeling tonight
0: well i'm excited i'm uh i'm super excited about what's to come i'm not getting ready to uh i'm gonna wait for a pastor to put his uh stamp on this before i get the going because um, <laughs> i know he got some good stuff to say
1: i'm excited too <laughs> anytime i can uh do something that's going to encourage somebody. And my goal tonight is to ignite some, somebody going to be on fire. Somebody when they get through listening, they're going to be like, I'm about to start my business tonight. I'm about to expand my ministry. I'm about to invest some funds. I'm about to buy this investment property. Somebody's going to do something big after listening to this episode. Now we have one more person that's going to join us, but I'm just going to be honest. They're not here yet, but some people have to make grand entrances, So I'm going to introduce the person that told me that they're almost here, and that is the assistant pastor of Peace and Goodwill Baptist Church. He is almost here in the person of Pastor David Suggs the Fourth. and uh, once he gets here, we'll let him uh, shout out to the people. So first of all, thank you so much. I'm complete. Well, 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 he has (laughs) just walked in. My mama would say, your ear must have been uh, itching because he just made a grand entrance in. To the studio And uh, I'm going to let him Get his mask off And uh, shout out to the people Reverend Suggs Are you excited to be here tonight Talk directly into the microphone He didn't get the sound check y'all
2: Folks get these (laughs) these
1: titles And get important (laughs)
2: I am excited to be here. I'm glad that I made it in and I'm ready to get started with this faith talk.
1: (laughs) Again, welcome to Ignite My Faith. This is your host, Pastor Mark C. Holloway. I am only a pastor because I happen to lead the best aggregation congregation of God's people and that is the great Peace and Goodwill Baptist Church. We are right here uh, on the east side of Detroit, Michigan, Harper Woods, Michigan proper. And uh, we just want to let somebody know we here. We love God. We love God's people. And we love what God is doing in us. And I've come to experience that the faith at our, aka the Hope House, is contagious. And we're about to ignite some faith today. So if you listen to uh, the first episode You heard a portion of my testimony about the new campus that our church has acquired. And the only reason I'm bringing that up, if you haven't tuned into that, please, please, please log on to iTunes, go somewhere, find that episode, and and listen to that episode. And the reason I'm bringing it up tonight is because we're going to be talking about things that has uh, ignited our faith, And that testimony that I shared has moved my faith from two to 100. I am crazy at this point in my life, in my journey, in this walk with the Lord, that I will believe God for anything. I'm that preacher that heard God and was crazy enough to believe him. Do y'all feel that way? Have y'all heard God? And you got to just have in this season that we're living in. I'm telling you, I'm so tired of looking on social media, finding out that another friend has passed passed away. Uh, Something else catastrophic has happened just so much. And for some reason, the Lord has given me another opportunity to represent him, to live, to breathe, to be free, to move again. And because of that, I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And to live the life that God has called me to is going to take faith. And God has ignited my faith and I thank him for it. I'm not saying that life is easy. But what I am saying is I've got the faith to make it through the season that I'm in right now. Y'all can jump in at any moment. Anybody want to share something about your faith uh, being ignited? Now, mind you. This is my personal ministry. This is not a, a, a production of Peace and Goodwill Baptist Church, but this just happens to be who we are. And this is our area of the vineyard where we are experiencing a supernatural move of God. If you are ever in Michigan, you need to visit the Hope House. Look us up. We're very... Uh, 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 Present on social media Peaceful Baptist Church You can find me Mark C. Holloway On Facebook Or Pastor Mark Holloway On Instagram You need to come see us You can watch us online But that in-person experience Man That is the best Baptist coastal church I have ever been to Before In my life We got it all Five generations strong And we go hard for Jesus Did y'all want to jump in About this faith Being ignited We're trying to encourage Somebody today Before we get off of here Somebody gonna get off of here They are gonna be like I'm I'm ready i'm ready to do whatever i'm fencing the saying i'm fencing the preach i'm fencing to write me a book hey amen i don't even know how to spell and talk that good but i'm about to write me a book i'm about to do something i'm about to do something for god y'all come on jump in and help me out is y'all faith ignited or what oh yeah
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs> we are <laughs> we're ignited um we're excited about what god is doing um and just thinking about faith and just how sometimes uh, life, especially in today's time, how we can uh, struggle in our faith because of what has uh, happened and what is continuing to happen and what we've been seeing on the news, what we've been seeing on social media, what's been going on in our own personal lives and in our families. Um, it can be e- We can uh, be easily sidetracked or uh, sometimes feel like we're blindsided. Um, but we have to stand strong and we have to stand on our faith and how do we do that? How do we stand strong, um, in our faith when things are going negative in our life, when we constantly seeing all of the death, uh, on social media and in the news, How do we continue to be excited about God when it's like the babies are dying and, oh, all of of the killing is going on and, oh, my marriage is going down to whatever and all of this stuff is happening? How do we stay ignited? How do we continue to push forward and keep our faith on high and not constantly be brought down by the troubles of the world? So that's my question.
1: Wow. I don't know. That's a, t- that's a struggle for me every day. Anybody want to jump in with that?
2: You know, I would agree that it is a struggle. But as you were speaking, um, a, a scripture came to mind. and It says that uh, for without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? Yes. So as I reflect on that scripture and as you were talking, like, how do we stay ignited? How do we keep our faith on 10, well, the scripture tells us that we cannot please God if we don't have faith, and so it takes more than just saying that I love you, Jesus, and I'm going to live my life right. But we have to show that we have to express that in our faith and in our daily lives. So it's more to it than just saying, Well, God, I trust you and I believe you that you're going to do A, B, and C for me. But our actions have to line up with what our faith says, right? Ooh. So yes. we can't doubt. In our faith, uh, if we're going to please God and if we're constantly seeking after him, we have to have that faith that matches what our mouth says, right? Oh. Faith without works is it, dead. It, yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And if we can go just a little bit deeper into that, because it is more than just saying, like, oh, I have faith and stuff. But um, what about being patient within having faith, because sometimes our expectations, uh, it would seem like they contradict our faith, right? Mm -hmm. But really, if we really think about it, it goes hand in hand, and our expectation is really the action behind our faith. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we can kind of chime in on um, faith versus expectations or, you know, how uh, our expectations ties into faith. I'm reminded of the God of yesteryear I'm reminded of the God of today and one of the things that I think about is um, about two weeks ago my mom was in a car accident and I'm always talking about my mom I love my mom
2: <laughs> so don't judge me. we all love our my- <laughs> right. News flash okay I got to hear
1: about that on the podcast but go ahead
0: oh I'm sorry Pat. <laughs>
1: I'll get her
0: she was uh, t-boned and the car uh, was deemed total. My mom is has always paid full for all of her vehicles. Always. She was able to get a new vehicle in less than two weeks. Insurance covered the rental. And I'm just, I have to, I have to, I have to, I know, because she questioned, because she has a note now. She's never had a note before. She has a note now. And she said, I don't see myself paying this note every month. And I reminded her about how we acquired the church. <laughs> And Harper Woods, Uh and she was reminded, like you know what, (laughs) you just,
1: you Ah, just,
0: yeah, yes, God is good, so all all is well. Um, No bumps, no bruises, driving just fine, and just being who she is. So when it comes to my faith, I have to remind myself that He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and that's what ignites my faith daily. Mm
1: -hmm. Let me give this experience. this has been, at the same time, uh, an awesome season to be alive and to just um, be in ministry. But there, there's also been a lot of struggle for me. And one in particular is just the loss of people that I love. So at one of my uh, friends' home going uh, just two weeks ago, Bishop Marvin L. Winans, one of my favorite preachers of the gospel, favorite singer, just all of that. He preached this service and he talked about his power being out at home and having to feel his way through the dark. And he gave all of these examples. He gave this example of when he was in Alaska and how they go through the season where it's dark the majority of the day and then it's light at the majority of the day. And he said, The same God over the daytime is the same God over the nighttime. And he inspired me in a totally different way because most of the time we're applying faith. We're trying to accomplish something. We're trying to purchase something. Or it's always, you know, we're trying to gain something. But I've got to learn, and, and this is where I'm encouraged from the message, that not only is he the God that will take me and help me get to the next level, but he is the God that will keep me wherever I'm at. Wow. Amen. And because we could just, we can name it and claim it, we can speak in tongues and talk mm-hmm. about how on fire we are, but the reality is we do go through the nighttime. That's right. And, and, and I found out that this same faith – that 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 is ignited and always believing God for more is the same faith that'll keep me when life gets mm-hmm. dark. Can we just talk about how our faith played a role in dark times?
2: Absolutely. You know, I I think that some of us don't even realize just how much faith we really have. Wow. And uh, and and that happens because we are consumed by our dark times, by the night and by what we are dealing with. But I I encourage myself by reminding myself that whenever I'm in a personal storm, a night, or a dark time, that if I, I give up now, if I quit now, that I forfeit the opportunity to see God's power in my life. Woo! I forfeit Forfeit the opportunity to understand what deliverance really feels like, mm. to understand what it really feels like to be rescued. So when you say that he's the God of today, yesterday, and forevermore, and, and you say He was, he's the God over the night just as much as he's the God over the day, he is the God when we are in the valley.
1: Ooh, but we six, don't always six.
2: feel that. We don't mm-hmm. always get that because we're so consumed by being in the valley. But when you make it to the mountaintop, right, you ask yourself, how did I get here?
1: We're about to have church up in you, here. You because... ask
2: yourself, how did I get here? My and you God. just begin to reflect on that moment when you were in the valley, mm-hmm. when you wanted to quit and you wanted to give up. And you're like, my God, if I would have given up. If I would have made the decision to throw in the towel, I wouldn't know what a mountaintop, like, a mountaintop experience was like. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments that we have in life that catapults our faith. I can't imagine what you personally felt like as the leader, the shepherd, and the visionary of, of peace and goodwill as we were going through the transition of acquiring our new campus now. I, I can't imagine what it's like, but you can reflect on that and be like, God, like, at this moment, in this day, in this month, in this time, it seemed rough. I didn't know how we was going to, but look at us now.
1: Look at God.
2: And we all have that testimony, look at me now. Look wow. at us now. Wow. So the the, the the moral is you you have to stick and stay with God.
1: My Lord. Ooh. That's that's good right there. So I'm going to give somebody something tangible that they could use. Uh by the time this airs, the secret will be out. We have sold our previous location. And once that deal closes, we're gonna be debt free in a multi-million dollar Woo! campus. But yes. I am just <laughs> yes. I just take a moment to just brag on God. Like, <laughs> I promise you God God has a sense of humor. Uh-huh. Yes. So, you know, I'm not that preacher that's on TV that's all big and bad and how God talks to me, because I'm still just I'm still learning. And learning how to hear God. And through this whole process, and I promise this is the last episode that we're going to talk about this. Because this is going to be about Peace of Goodwill's move to the new church. <laughs> but, you know, God spoke to me 10 years ago and told me some things. It was very, very clear. But now looking back, he was talking to me all along. But sometimes when you're not mature and everybody, you know, you get confused. I want to hear God. I wish God would speak to me. A lot of times God is speaking and our immaturity Mm -hmm. doesn't allow us to hear what he's saying, or he's not speaking, not because he doesn't want to, but we're not mature enough Mm -hmm. to hear what he's saying. So what is so crazy is that I look back over this uh, last 10 months or whatever, uh, God had spoke to me again. And I didn't really understand now uh, then what he was saying until now. But when we were in the process of acquiring the new campus, um, our members, a lot of characters, it was like, pastor, this is just too much. Can we even afford it? And, you know, I was always told, I just don't believe that God promised me anything that he expect me to pay for. Because if you promised it to me, I just believe God is going to give it to me. He's going to work it out. But the Lord spoke to me. And the reason I was confused, I didn't know if it was my prayer, if it was wishful thinking. I didn't know what it was. But I heard the Holy Spirit say that the new place won't cost any more than the old Mm. place. Mm. And And I heard the Lord say, but I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, so are, are the bills going to be? I was like, this is wish, uh, wishful thinking. I was like, are the bills just not going to be the high? The build, bills are going to be the same? I mean, what is it? Holy Spirit was like, I said what I said. The It ain't going to be no different at the new place. And now, with the sale of the old place, paying off the new place. Now I look back, I was like, that was the Lord telling me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you were debt-free on this side of the freeway. Now you're going to be debt-free on the other side of the freeway, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when we come and blessed when we go. I was like, God, you know what? I'm done. Uh I'm done. I can't worry. I can't do nothing. This God, he's so awesome. He is sovereign. He does what he wants to do when he wants to, and he blesses who he wants to. And I am no perfect person. You do not have to be perfect for God to talk to you. God ain't asked for nobody to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect. You don't have to be uh, without blemish for God to talk to talk to you. All God wants is somebody that he can use. That's right. If he can use you, he will put it in your hands. So here is the tangible... Um, uh, advice that I'm going to give to somebody. Um, I can hear uh, Paul saying, I learned how to, I learned to be a base and I learned to be a bound. I've learned to make it on little. I've learned to make it on much. He said, I realized I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And this is what I have found, church, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's mediocre, whether it's easy, whether it's hard, God's desire is to use me. So I've accepted the fact, whether it's hot outside or cold outside, when my eyes open in the morning, I already know that God wants to use me. So when hell comes, I don't have to freak out. I don't have to slip into depression. All I have to do is remind myself that God wants to use me. Even in this, when I need something from God and it's a waiting process or it's a process, it's some ups and downs I have to go through. I don't got to worry because I already know before I even get in the thick of it that all God wants to do is use me. So on my worst day, oh my God, I already know it'll be all right because even at the nighttime, Mm -hmm. I already know God wants to use me. So that's where my faith is, and this is how I'm going to believe him. I want to use the word vicissitude so bad, but that'll make me start preaching. (laughs) But this is how I can make it through muddy waters, Mm -hmm. because I know even when I'm stuck, even when I get dirty, even when I'm sinking, seemingly, that God wants to use me. And that, 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 that right there, you can take that to the bank and cash it, because depression... If you're listening and you're, you're suicidal, I don't care how hard it is. And sometimes in ministry, we try to play things down. Be like, oh, it ain't that bad. You just got to see it a different way. No, sometimes life will get that bad. Sometimes your back will be up against the wall. Sometimes you, you're you stranded across the railroad and the train is about to consume you. Sometimes life does get that bad. Things in your life might feel like or might mm-hmm. even be bad enough for you to just say, I can't take it no more. But before you say it's over. Remind yourself that even in this, God wants to use you. God wants to use you. And we can talk about, you know, I believe that our faith can cause us to walk in new property, walk on new floors, cause us to walk in wealth and riches. But sometimes we got to have faith to stay sane. Wow. Sometimes what is faith? It is hoping for something that I cannot see. Somebody is in a situation now that they can't not even emotionally and mentally hold it together. And that's where I want to jump in. When, when, When your life gets to a place that money can't fix it, friends can't fix it, family can't fix it, your faith can carry you through mental and emotional challenges and physical challenges.
0: Absolutely.
1: I can Mm -hmm. preach, I just don't want to. (laughs) Come on, y'all, jump in.
0: And God will, you know what? God will meet you exactly where you're at. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you are in that dark place, and I can remember a time where I was in such a dark place, and a lot of times we'll we'll say, oh, that'll never be me. I I never commit suicide. I never even, you know, I wouldn't even, I mean, what would make somebody even want to do that? Until it was me.
1: Mm. Jesus.
0: Until I was sitting there contemplating taking my own life until I sat there and said, God, I just can't do this no more. God, I don't want to be here anymore. Until I was around my family and my friends and I would talk to them on the phone and nobody seen how much pain I was in. And I felt I was at my lowest and I was just like, "Dang, I'm sitting here laughing. I'm smiling and don't nobody see through this. Jesus, And God was just saying, I I need you to depend on me. Mm -hmm. It's not your mother who's going to bring you out of this. It's not your boyfriend. It's not your girlfriend. It's not your wife. It's not this person. It's not your past. I need you to solely depend on me. Mm. And sometimes God wants you to get to a place where you're at your lowest. Sometimes he wants you to get on your bending knee. Sometimes he needs you laid out flat on the floor just praising him or worshiping him or just giving him everything that you got if you if you don't have a word to give him them tears speak to him oh my god sometimes yes. when when you can't when you you can't say a word sometimes just lifting your hands it speaks to him mm-hmm. sometimes just changing your posture it speaks to him and I know when I was in that dark place and I was just praying and I was just saying, God, I mean, I I don't want to be here, but I, I mean, I want to be here, but I I don't know what to do. So I'm like, God, I need you to speak to me right now. Because at the time I'm like, God is just not speaking to me. And I'm like, clearly nobody, he's not speaking through anybody else to come and talk to me either. And in that moment where I said, you know what, this is the moment where I'm just, I'm done, and I'm just going to go forth, and I'm just going to do it. And God started to minister to me, and he was just letting me know that you're not depressed. You have a dark cloud over your life, but the enemy wants you to think that you're depressed and that nobody loves you, and he wants you to go in that closet by yourself. He wants you to shut the shades. He wants you to be in a house where it's dark and you got all these sad songs on. No, he wants (laughs) you to praise him While you're going through, he wants you to praise him in the mix of it all because he said, no, the devil wants to get you right now because he knew if I could take you out right now, because he knew what God had in store for me. He knows what God has in store for you and how many lives you're going to be able to touch, how many souls you're going to bring to Christ. And he said he had to give everything that he got so that you could try to so that he could try to take you out of here because he knew how many people you were going to bring to Christ, how many souls you were going to save, God. how many lives you were going to touch. And that right there it started to He just started to minister to me, and then I started to be reminded of some of the scriptures that I was reading. I started to be reminded of some of the words that uh, my pastor had preached, and I just said, you know what? This is the enemy speaking to me right now. This is the enemy speaking to me right now, and I couldn't give up. God needed me to be here. That person who's not strong enough needs you to be here because God put something on the inside of you. And if he allowed you to go through it, he's going to bring you out of it. And don't forget about the time that he brought you through something else. This isn't the first time you weathered a storm. And it will not be the last time, but God is going to walk through walk with you through each and every one of them. He got you. He got your back. So for the people right now who's going through it, God is with you. Even if you feel like there's nobody on earth that hears you, that sees you, that sees your pain, that hears your struggle, that sees your tears, God is right there. He's standing right beside you. He's holding your hand. He will even carry you if that's what he has to do. And I just encourage each and every one of you to, I mean, get a prayer partner. If you can't get a prayer partner, at least just go to God and I mean lay just straight on your face and give him everything that you possibly have give him all your tears or your worrying or your stress all your fears everything you have just give it to God
1: wow that is so awesome uh we're getting really close to wrapping up that's it's just right when it gets good you know our time is almost up but I, I believe God is gonna do more uh, with this faith talk Felicia you said something uh, like those tears. Uh, they will pray for you. I'm a living witness that when words won't come out of your mouth, they bet God just have to hear those tears. And we used to hear this kind of stuff growing up, but it didn't mean as much. And I heard a preacher say today, and it just really, really moved me. Um, and they were preaching and they were saying, sometimes you go through life and it'll hit you so hard that you can't quote the word of God. And the preacher was like, if the word is in you, that's more powerful than you being able to quote it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes even when we're asleep, Because the word is in us, God is moving and God is still keeping us. So we don't got to be able to say no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When our eyes open, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So that just did something to me. Um, And I was talking to another preacher today, always encouraging the uh, people of God, just trying to toil and labor and ministry. And they were explaining to me how hard things have been and how hard ministry they have had so many hard hits and there's nothing in ministry that you can go through that Pastor Mark Holloway has not been through and people be like uh you ain't been through this you ain't been through that no you just don't know what I've been through I have been <laughs> literally shambles and scambles from beginning to I've been through it all but anyway and I was trying to encourage them and he was just saying I'm just giving and giving I'm pouring out and pouring out and it just seems like we're losing and he was just saying so broken. He was like, how can I minister to God's people when I'm as broken as I am? I said, preacher, I got the word for you because I've been there already. He was like, what, you got the word for me? He was like, just so many disappointments that I I don't even know how I can stand up and encourage the people and tell them how we're going to get through what we're going through and I I just feel like God has let me down and I'm so broken. And he said his wife felt so bad for him. She started praying. She's like, well, Lord, how long is he going to have to go through this? And I said, well, I got the answer. And I said all God wants to see is it's him that you want mm. Mm. and that's when you will untap this part of God that's been bound and locked up when God sees that you want him more than you want it mm. that's when you know you are worthy wow. And uh, over and over, sound like a broken record. I, I had to talk to the Lord. I couldn't understand why my life was on the path that it was on. I said, Lord, you're coming through for so many. You're coming through uh, blessing so many. What, what is it? What is it going to take for me to get through? He said, what if I don't give it to you for a few years? What if I don't give it to you for five years? Will you keep worshiping? Will you keep preaching? Will you keep serving me? Will you keep loving me? I said, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll do it. And he said, well... What if I never give it to you? And with tears, I said, I'll keep preaching. I'll keep loving you. I'll keep serving you. I'll keep telling the world that you're God and you're God alone. And he said, when you get to that place that you're going to love him with or without what he's able to give, that's when you know you're ready. You're ready for that open door. I hope we've encouraged somebody. Somebody. I hope we've encouraged somebody. I hope somebody's faith is ignited. Find me on social media. I am Mark C. Holloway, Instagram, Pastor Mark Holloway. I am the great pastor, the proud pastor, I should say, of the Peace Goodwood Baptist Church right here in Detroit, Michigan. Look me up, connect with me. If you feel so led that you want to support this ministry, we are on Cash App. It is dollar sign, Pastor Mark Holloway. Support us, and I will see you the next time. Until then, let your faith be ignited and join us next week for Ignite Your Faith. God bless.